Welcome to PBA Daily, the early mornings and late night podcast. My name is Point Blanky Vumbi. Today I'm not going to give a specific date because I'm having a creative fever and I feel that all these ideas need to be put down as soon as possible as far as I'm concerned because I feel they've all been given enough time to actually just boil in my head and have me actually take the time to actually execute them. The whole basis of this particular train of thought was I would not like to make uh, too much of uh, trying to base everything on the days of the week because sometimes I'll have two three great ideas in the span of a specific day and based upon the day that i've had today it felt right to actually continue the journey that i'd started and i feel like my blood is pumping in the right direction my imagination is also moving in the right direction so why not just put both of these elements together and actually churn the material out the thing i wanted to talk about today is based upon uh, a, a train of thought i've been having for the past couple of days and it's actually mainly because the last few weeks have been having me uh, review certain topics and cover certain topics and I, I chose that to a certain extent whenever the ideas that actually came to me in the perfect alignment I'd actually just use those particular ideas at the specific time the ideas came to life. It's more or less the whole thinking of I'd love to see the experience or feel the experience that Tupac Shakur may have had when he did All Eyes on Me because he was fresh out of prison and he did six tracks in one night. Now that I think is a creative feat that cannot be taken for granted to be able to come with a, an energy because you've been away from something for so long and you love that thing that you do so much that you are overflowing with the potential of putting these ideas together and overflowing with the abundance of how perfectly these ideas could come to life i felt it was important for me to actually try create such such conditions for myself and the reason why i'm seeing such conditions is because i watched i re-watched actually uh, the interview that was conducted between uh, Joe Rogan on the Joe Rogan podcast between him and um, uh, Roy Wood Jr. The conversation they had was actually very, very candid, especially. I, I like the fact that they speak from the perspective of the work ethic or the, the discipline they, they give themselves as far as their work is concerned. If you're a person who enjoys process stories or enjoys how hearing how the, the little nicks and uh, nick, nicks and crannies move in particular uh storylines and in particular fields the joe rogan podcast is one of those those fields uh, creations that you'd actually probably enjoy because there's this thing he does where regardless of what passions he has because he's sat down with scientists philosophers uh, uh mathematicians and musicians and comedians primarily predominantly comedians but he sits down with all the other people because he has all these interests as well and by sitting down with these people he always asks them just random questions based upon the conversation they're having about the process they use and when he was sitting down with Roy Wood Jr the conversation they were having it led to something that he that Roy Wood had seen which was an interview of Dave Chappelle now Dave Chappelle is one of the few individuals who I think is one of the greatest gifts we've ever been given as far as my lifetime is concerned because never did I think i'd see more than one individual lose everything and gain it all back but i don't think he lost everything just he lost the clout that he needed to make more of himself and by being distanced from that which he, he was enjoying he was able to objectively find the path he wanted to take and he came back to it and now he stands as one of the most important figures in the historical significance of what comedy is and and social curiosities are concerned he actually makes me want to find more books to read and for, find more uh pieces of information i could actually cover uh he's he, he said he once was asked in this most recent podcast that uh, uh, sorry in dave chappelle was asked in his most recent interview 
on on stage as he was sitting and having a Q&A with the audience he was asked one of his favorite books and he has always referred to James Baldwin as an individual who he lo- really looks up to as far as his writing is concerned James Baldwin was an author a playwright and also uh, an activist in the civil rights movement period and he's also one of those people who from the Harlem Renaissance to moving to France and coming back to the United States he, he played his part in making sure civility and, and knowledge was one thing that the black man would actually find for himself and when I look at what they were talking about, there was a, a comment that Roy Wood Jr. said on the on the Joe Rogan podcast, where he said a statement that was said by Dave Chappelle led to the idea of you have to create the certain conditions that would make you comfortable enough to put your work in the forefront and to make the ideas that you're coming up with become crisp and perfect. And when I was hearing this particular thing he said, it really moved me because we always seek to have the perfect conditions created in order for us to make a lot of great grandiose ideas come to life and i personally have always been curious to know how can i always create the perfect conditions and the perfect environment for me to work and it then made me start asking myself is my seeking of such conditions a cop-out into finding how i could create Earlier this year, the months of June and July, I was having a hard time creating because I'd been on a creative binge for such a long time, month upon month of just trying to churn out as much material both in the office and at home and trying to put all those things together. And around this period was also around the time when I introduced this podcast to not only you but to myself as a creative process it became super overwhelming so I had to make adjustments in how I do things. As much as I was hoping to actually be able to create this podcast, even on the days where I don't feel creative, it did not feel that it should be imposed upon myself where I put something that I like and then I destroy it by forcing myself to make something when I know for a fact that if I made it at certain periods, it would not be as true to the message I'd like to create or put forward. So whenever I have moments where the creative fever hits and then the creative fever gives proper direction to that which needs to be done, I take those moments and use those moments for everything they're worth. And when I heard him say that thing about create the conditions, like you you ask yourself what kind of conditions help you create to the best of your ability. And whenever you're feeling like your creative edge is going down, try recreate those conditions so that you're able to create. And I've always been curious about how that could be. And is it a matter of moving to other places? Because I've seen artists do it in a certain way. Take, for example, a documentary I watched about a rock band, which I'm curious about. I wouldn't say I'm a big fan because a big fan means you own their material, you own the work they created, you you follow them religiously. I wouldn't say that. But the band is called Metallica. And there's an album they were creating. And in order for them to be able to sit together and just put their material together, they, I think they either hired out or bought a prison in a certain part of of their world and when they bought that prison they renovated certain rooms into becoming the studio space and the other spaces to become the living spaces and living quarters so that whenever the family would come visit them over the weekends they'd be able to still maintain the connection they have with the family but they needed to be away from everybody else so they could actually have a potent space where they actually created their material and made their music come to life and they had their engineers and producers there to help them create that in the condition of the of the rapper the rapper always has to have a say he has to be in the studio with the music just playing and as the music is just playing you probably write something down and then you go into the studio in the studio booth and then record the the stuff in the studio booth but you're all around each other to create that it makes me think back to a, a creative space i was once in thanks to a local rapper known as benadi and a local rapper known as manjoro 
and Manduro was the guy who suggested the whole thing altogether. The whole idea was this: in a place in in, in Nairobi, Kenya, called Rungai, there was a producer who used to stay there. I think he moved years ago but i loved this person's space because there was something about it that was just almost mythical uh his name was jiganji or sniper sp and the idea was on a friday night this was after i'd lost everything and i'm trying to find a, my way back into creating and putting things together and the first passions that i actually pushed were my music career to see if i could have my music career take over than the other stuff that i actually do so Manjuro gives me a call, he tells me he's with Benadi and a couple of other friends, let's go to this particular guy's house and make the recordings. Now the thing I like about SP's house at the time was the living space, the living room was where the studio was. And in the living room, you'd have just one corner of the living room has been turned into this, the recording booth. He has his laptop and his, uh, his mixer in the, in the room right next to it, adjacent to it, next to where the sofa is. The wife and the kid were using the other rooms in the house to actually use as living quarters, the kitchen and everything. Now, in order for us to be allowed to stay in that space and actually record all night, we had just one simple condition we had to adhere to provide the booze for whenever we want to just have a light, a light buzz when we're enjoying ourselves, provide ingredients and material to be cooked for not only the family but for us as well so if you provide all these abundance of things that we require as far as sustenance and the buzz thereafter all is well and i would gladly grant that i mean it's, it's the least you could do for a person to allow you to sit in their in their living room and spend the entire night all covered in sweat as you're doing funky rap music in the comfort of this guy's own home and those spaces created some of the greatest songs we ever done now for those who are locally uh, accessible to this kind of music and know about the music, this is what you need to know. If you remember the track that came out between Benadi, Manjaro, and myself, Point Blank, called Please, it was recorded in that night. And the two other songs I think we could also created that same, same night. We had at least three different songs. And the crazy thing was, the three of us were trying to see if we could make music without writing it down. So all those songs were freestyles, sitting down and just testing to what extent we are able to put material together and to put material out. And those conditions were created based upon we're sitting around each other based upon how ciphers used to be for rappers. If you've ever seen more than five or six rappers, or almost 10, even not 20 rappers, standing in a circle and you're seeing them just tossing ideas around, beat or no beat, and just put, pulling rhymes together and not trying to diss each other, but just trying to keep a train of thought going based upon a theme they've created in the moment, that was the cipher. And those conditions are based upon camaraderie of individuals bouncing ideas off each other. And that was the condition I needed for the rap thing to come to life. Now, the other condition I needed as far as my uh, abilities to draw, I prefer in many ways to be left alone so that I can create. Say for example, I'm looking at artwork that will actually inspire the kind of strokes I'd like to make in the rendering of the artwork I do. So the kind of conditions I create for myself are the following. I make the screensavers and the screen slides on both the computer in the house and the computer in the office have different images of different artists who I enjoy. So like if there's one artist I'm, I'm looking at the artwork of in the house, there's another artist I'm looking at the artwork of in the office. And I, I, in both places, I have twin monitor settings. Uh, setups, sorry. So the setup is I have one on the left and one on the right. So the one that is predominant, the bigger the bigger screen, or the one that's doing most of the work, is the one that sits right in front of me. The other one on the side is potentially like, let's say I need to draw something or I need to type something and I need reference for the other screen such as that. But also, the, the both setups are one of the two monitors is actually a Cintiq because I predominantly nowadays draw digitally and not on paper.
and because i'm drawing on, on on drawing digitally it just makes my work so much easier because i used to struggle with the whole idea of using a scanner to scan certain drawings i do own a scanner and it kind of sucked when i found out that some of the scanners you need to get need it come with a printer and yes it would have been useful if i wanted to constantly have printouts of the different material i'm using to create but rarely do i actually have to do that but the reason why the scanner is still important is because there's a book i've been trying to revisit and finish what we started with a, with, a, with a friend of mine and i haven't really gone into it in in years and my art style has greatly improved and it's vastly better but it's vastly better digitally i have not really gone back to drawing on paper and my incline art table is still with me so i'm hoping to finish a lot of the books that i have pending between now and um say 2021 and in that time between now and 2021 i'd like the book that i'd put on hold that was supposed to be drawn on paper to join the pantheon of those books i complete because that one was based to be a graphic novel and these are the paths i'm hoping to take but i, I digress the idea of me trying to make sure that i'm able to create i make certain conditions such as this a couple of months back if not years back, I, I realized that by carrying the work I do in the office home greatly affected my interest in the actual work because I started resenting the work I'm creating. Same applies for the work in the house, making it to the office. So I distanced these two pieces of work from each other. By keeping a distance between them, it makes me have the integrity and the purity I'd like to have for those ideas. That being said, I decided the animation stuff is going to be done in the office and the, uh, the comic book stuff is going to be done in the house because the comic book stuff is my personal work. The animation work is what pays the bills. So you give that one the most priority, the eight hours of the day, and that's the one that gets the lion's share of the time. Now the weekend, that's a different story. The weekend gets to be shared between two things. A, rest, and B, touching up on the artwork that you're supposed to create in the uh, with which... Uh, the timeline is closer than the next one based upon the timelines that these particular pieces of work have i will touch that which is supposed to be finished quickly first and get that out of the way and also based upon that i was able to not get burnt out so quickly because it feels as if in the two spaces you're doing two different fields and it's respectful for that but the one thing that suffered as a result of that is the music curiosity but then again i i, I don't want to make the music with a worry in my head or with the thought in my head that I'm doing it out of panic. I was really hoping to have an album out by now, but clearly it will require more time. So we'll just keep those footnotes aside and then we'll revisit that when the time is right, when the conditions are right for that. And as far as my music goes, this is the condition I'd like to set for myself. And that's why I'm actually working extra hard to get a lot of my client work done. I think and I think I mentioned it also in a, in a previous podcast, I think if I have a potential, like portable sit-in-the-house sound booth or sound uh, proofing comfort microphone and everything set up that can sit on, the, on, on my desk, I would literally do every recording I'm supposed to do, email it to the producer and get that out of the way. And on the days that I'm able to actually leave the house and go to the actual studio, we could actually go do that and we'd kill it on that side as well. These are the things that I'm actually putting in mind when I'm coming up with potential ways to make sure all my fields are taken care of. With the hope that I have where I'll actually own my own home very soon, I'm sure there was a room I'm going to set aside specifically for that because I'm curious about so many different avenues where I could use both my my voice and my, my 
and my penmanship and my artwork and my writing i'd like to have all these things find a way to coalesce and just take care of each other in a natural way and to set those kind of conditions is very very important to me but i also don't want to use the fact that those conditions don't exist as a cop-out because the space i live in right now is convenient for me because it allows me to have more time to actually sit down and either rest or create and by wanting to do so i feel i have greatly served myself in churning out more material than i'd like to i do admit I still feel I haven't churned enough material out. I feel I've barely done anything with myself. I feel like all these ideas that really stick in my head and they also get stuck in on pieces of paper and they get stuck in notepads and and they just sit there and I know the perfect time for them to be created and, and brought to life will come. But in whichever case where I can actually scratch the surface and move the surface a few margins forward i will do so and that is why i am taking the time to actually now just let my creative process run free and run rampant or just cause havoc for for myself in a good way i feel if i let the the cut out of the bag and just let it run around and jump off the walls it will do justice to that which needs to be created so for you your process may be different and I, and, and I know we have varying fields we have different fields so maybe we're in the same field but you know exactly what you need in order to be able to create that which you need to create I have found a small pocket in which I'm very comfortable with currently and I have to admit the fact that I am not making any effort of adding somebody into this life just yet is serving me better than trying to be sociable if you will I, I am not in the headspace or curiosity to, to have myself split between the work and, and anything else that would be human. <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but I, I feel my passions are, are kind of not in a position to be shared at the moment. So based upon that, I will continue to make the convenience I seek come to life and i'm also encouraging you to not have to follow exactly the path that i've taken because i love the fact that i've seen online that many of my pals are making great strides in having a social life be active and they're being sociable and they're taking great care of, the, of both their families and themselves and i'm loving that i'm loving the sight of that and everything i will join your ranks soon enough until then I'll, i'm using these particular moments to just put my work together and to put my paths together and put my passions to rest and in order for me to do that and be able to exhale at the right moment I will continue to push myself just this way with that being said I would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode 920 listens I mean these small small strides mean so much to me you should know that and that we continue to encourage each other to be better makes uh, a young man like me feel grateful that I'm actually able to have a pulse on a certain day and rise to see even another and hopefully make even greater impacts as time goes by Hopefully this will make sense to a lot of people out there in the world and for you as you take your time, find your passions, positions, find the passions that deserve the most attention and tunnel vision onto that specific thing. You have to troubleshoot everything you enjoy. 
find the one that actually could make you the most currency quickly enough so that you can be able to sustain yourself as far as having a roof over your head and making sure you're taken care of then the other passions take the back seat only because their money hasn't come in as fast as the other ones do not spread yourself too thin because it may lead you to not be able to complete anything at any time do not be da vinci in that sense be the person the, the, the passionate person who completes the work but not the person who ends up complaining because the work was never completed that's all i truly believe in and i know i've said the word work so much but I'm, I'm on work mode as far as my head goes i'm really thinking about the right things to do at the right time say it with me be caesar or be nothing at all thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast and until the next time we speak i will say the way my man odero always says uno Peace out.